0: Want to speak? Huh? No? no. Speak? <coughs> he gave Sahbaya a servant. I will be laying in a shape regime. it Rahman Rahim. No al Arbaeen. No al to the al Khalwa. No al to the al to Riyada. No to Suluk lillahi Ta'ala al Adeem we had a masjid we mentioned the Ati'u wa Ati'u Rasul wa Ulel Amri Minkum it is it is the head of every sohbah so you write it you wrote it? (laughs) Ah, you didn't (coughs) you write it (laughs) (laughs) أطيع الله wa الرسول al-rasul wa alil amri minkum He didn't it and we said it is the most important message of Islam isn't it? so because of that you have to make word every day ati'u wa rasul wa alil amri hundred times Is that yeah. So, what he said the master to his uh, servant after he bought him to work for him? You were here yesterday? No. no. That servant was from sincere and pious slaves that in in that time it was it was allowed and permissible to buy helpers and stay with you so also the master was good because he was asking his servant and the servant answering the master that shows the obedience if you are in obedience with those who are on authority you will be obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his Prophet as you are obedient to any law of any country why then not obedient to the law of Allah and his Prophet why we have to be worried about getting a ticket by parking somewhere not allowed and not worried to get a ticket from Allah and his Prophet when we do something wrong because we are not uh, aware or we are our ego is not present our, our ego is trying to divert us from the main road, you see sometime on the highway, you say, or the motorway or autobahn, whatever you want to call it, there is diversion, diversion. So you have, you are diverting. So you are diverting from the highway. So also when you are not obeying, you are diverting. When you divert, sometimes you are lost, if there are no signs to go back. So Islam, message of Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is they, he, Allah gave him that message because Allah knows that his servants are going to divert. So in order to put signs on the way to divert, they show you arrows, follow the arrow. Until you come back to the highway. So, obedience is a science on the way to come back to, to normal Sirat al-Mustaqim. So, the master was a pious person because master doesn't need to ask his servant. Huh? Master order his servant. but when the servant is so near in his obedience means he is in uh, in the door or at the door of the divine presence allah will ask his servant when allah is happy with his servant allah will give his servant many things that answer him without any questioning (laughs) ask i give you only come come to ask come to say shukran ya rabbi come to say alhamdulillah he will give what you never imagined what Allah gives is not like us. We count how much you give. Yeah. What Allah gives no count. He said what? He bought him, he bought his slave and he said, Oh, what you want to eat? What do you want me to offer you food? What you like? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking us what you like I will give you but ask me normal human being is asking his servant what you want what you think about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what you think about Prophet that's why he said al-ulama wa rasatul anbiya scholars means pious people, awliya Allah are inheritors of prophets. Allah granted them that. They cannot be sahaba. Sahaba are separate. Allah dressed them, made them sahaba without asking. Without being in even on the Siratul Mustaqim, He dressed them in the day of promises to be sahaba. Honor that honor. They did or they did not do. He dressed them. Sayyidina Khalid ibn Walid was the one that was. Because of him. They lost Ghazwat Uhud. Is that? They lost the battle of Uhud. Because of Sayyidina Khalid ibn Walid. And in that, in that battle. Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa They broke his four teeth. Here. But what happened to Sayyidina Khalid bin Walid at the end? He was the main man, main hero in the time of Prophet. After Sayyidina Ali, he was, uh, he was the first one, Sayyidina Khalid bin Walid was second one in the army. Allah grant. He took him from not accepting and make everyone lose in. but in the battle of Uhud he, he was not yet on the side of Prophet. He was on the other side. But regardless Allah addressed him. Who gives? Allah gives. Allah is will give anyone. Wahban, grant by grant, give you what you want, uh, what he wants for you, but you're, you're, uh, you're the, you, you, you fast or pray or whatever, it has nothing to do with Allah's generosity. Allah can make a pebble into a gem, correct? Can make a asi, a a sinner, to a wali. Can you say no? It happens a lot of times. So, He will give without asking. Here, that pious person wants his servant to be happy. Say, what do you want to eat? I give you. If the servant say, I want to eat this, means he has irada, he has will. Will between servant and master cannot work. You must not have a will in front of your master. If you, you surrender no will, then the master dress you with no limit. When you have no will to, in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you surrender. Allah will dress you anything. Look, Saida Maryam. Whenever, whenever she is in need for food, the food is ready there, present. Whenever Zakaria entered her niche, he finds food ready there. Oh Allah, Akbar. who is bringing to her? He is prophet. He is asking her. She is not a prophet. He is asking her, from where you have that? Yeah, a prophet you don't know. <laughs> but Allah want to hide from His prophet for us to learn an example for us, not for Zakaria <laughs> But Allah made him to to hide this from him in order. To bring the story in the Holy Quran for us to learn. Means when you leave your irada. You leave everyone whom you love from people in your heart. You drop them. Only your love to Allah. At that time you will get that food ready for you. Why Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala gave big test to Sayyidina Ya'qub? He has how many children? Twelve. As it is mentioned in Holy Quran. All of them prophets. One of them is prophet but a messenger, Rasul, Sayyidina Yusuf. But all of them prophets without a message. It was, it was like that. Allah grant them, dress them with to be prophets. But Allah made them also in the same time to get jealous from Yusuf. And without knowing Allah blocked them, even they are prophets, to throw Yusuf in the world. Well. Why? That's for Sayyidina Yaqub. How many years he didn't see his son? And every time he was crying for his son. He said, leave the crying, he's finished, he's gone, he's dead. He's around him, his surrounding. 35 years as many narration says. Until he, until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him to suffer so much until his vision, until his eyes went blind. Even he was not able any, any more to see. Oh, وَمَنْ كَانَ فِي هَذِي الع... أَعْمَى فَهَوَ أَعْمَى Who is blind here, is blind there, he doesn't want him to be blind in Akhirah, Allah. Because when you don't see anything, means your, your heart will be with your Lord. When you are seeing, your heart is with dunya. So he made him blind and not to see anything except him, and crying and crying and crying until he became blind. He cannot see even his children, his grandchildren. He cannot see anything. He at that time he recognized that he made a mistake. So Allah, to make him suffer more, he took Binyamin also. And that's a prophet. Sayyidina Yaqub is a messenger. Prophet and messenger. He took from him Binyamin. Because after Sayyidina Yusuf, all his attention was going to whom? To Binyamin. So both of them gone. Crying, go and look for Yusuf. He were to look after 35 years but Allah kept something there. The, pro- the messenger. Until he made him to suffer and suffer and suffer and suffer he said to him Ya Yaqub You put a partner in your heart with me? Your heart must be for me, not for them. You are my messenger. You cannot have a part of your heart to someone else. I'm jealous. In Allah, ghayur. Allah is it's not the is not jealous but is not the right word but means Allah does not anyone to share anything with him. Allah is the creator. No one, even Prophet cannot share. He is the perfect serf- servant. And Allah gave Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa that no one can share with Prophet anything. He is one unique one Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam in level as a servant to Allah. So what happened? Prophet sallallahu alaihi Allah took from him his children, his sons, <coughs> because He wants him, his heart, to be for Him only. Yeah. He took from him Sayyidina al Hassan, Sayyidina al Hussein, and those one who were. So uh, important to Prophet of But Prophet knew that they are, that's why he mentioned in the Hadith that they are going to be killed, they are shuhada Ahlul Jannah, the masters of martyrs in paradise. He knew the reality, Sayyidina Yaqub was blocked. <coughs> so Allah said Ya Yaqub, why you are crying? For your children or for me. I took them. I don't like anyone to share your heart. Except me with you. You must not have anyone in your heart except me. Complete submission. Complete oneness. Waqam at When you reach that i bring them back that's why he said when he became uh, when he was blind go and check when binyamin also been taken from him he was crying until he became blind he said go oh, my sons ten of them left go check about Yusuf he knows he's still alive but now he knew that he has to surrender completely there is no way to raise his head. If that's for prophets, what about us, Sheikh Mustafa? How we can raise our head and we say we have ten murid, fifty murid Who are you to have ten, fifty murid, hundred murids, one thousand, ten thousand? Who? What you represent? You represent your ego. yet you are not representing ouriya Allah is a long way to go they might they might crash you first, make you powder, and then they will do blow you disappear when you disappear mean you are they will bring you back you don't see in uh televisions or in or in movies someone running and then if they bring back the replay you see going back (laughs) and coming back to his original so might go 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 and they kill him at the end and then they return replay back going back backwards oh come alive you were dead how you came alive Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can bring anyone to life when you destroy your ego Allah bring you back so is that what you want to eat to his servant he said Whatever you feed me, I have no, I have no will, no choice, I cannot uh, decide, you are the one who decide on for me, you look in your country, they are on the top of mountains, in rice field, they are planting rice on the mountain even, on big hills, it's not? You see hills with rice. And old man, 80, 90 years of age. I don't know if 80, 90 is becoming old because we are becoming old. Uh, 80, 90 years of age, sitting on the mountain, half naked, covering from his belly to his knees and sitting and have a Banana leaves in it, rice. Huh? Yeah. Open banana leaves, eating the rice. That's it. Is Hi They are happy. No, no, no. There is no other, nothing given to them except that. We we have to choose, especially in Ramadan. You have. Hundreds of different kinds. Go Middle East and see how they throw food. So he said, what you want to eat? He said, Whatever you give me to eat, I eat. Bismillahir Rahmanir rahman rahim Allahi khalaqani fahuwa yahdeen Wallathee huwa yut'imunee wa yasqueen Wa iza maridtu huwa yashfeen The one who created me will guide me. Don't say I am a perfect Muslim. Alhamdulillah he guided you to Islam. I am hungry He feeds me. You cannot feed yourself. I did not create you except for worshipness. I have created jinn and ins only to worship. I am not expecting from them rizq. I will provide them with rizq. Don't run after your rizq. Your rizq comes to you. If it is written for you to eat, you will eat. If it is not written for you to eat, never you get it. And when I am sick, ego sick, attention sick, Allah will give you cure. Means if you are sick physically, Allah gives you cure. If you are soul sick, your nafs is sick, Allah is telling you, follow Muhammad. That is the way. You you will be cleared from that sickness. And then the master saying, saying, this poor servant, what do you want to dress? What he said? Whatever you want. Allah, when his servant is on his way, he doesn't ask him what you want to dress. He dresses him with all his Different knowledge and lights that he throw in his heart. He dress his heart. He will not open his mouth to speak. Except with Allah guidance. He doesn't speak from his own self. Because Allah is dressing him. With different knowledges, oceans of knowledges. These are dresses that He dressed His awliya'u, His saints. These notes and these uh, explanations are different dresses that Allah dressed awliya'uhu in various times, in before and present. So, these uh, advices that comes from Mawlana, may Allah give him long life, are guidance and different knowledges that comes and different explanation on what we are reading little bit from these notes. These explanation come with the light of dress, they are dressing you dressing everyone who is hearing. So he said, whatever you give me dress, I will dress. No will. Whatever Allah dresses you, must be happy. And when Allah dresses, He is Al-Karim, He is the most generous. His his uh, uh, heavenly clothes are not like earthly clothes. He will give you from the most precious ones. But say, Ya Rabbi, wherever you you uh, you manifest on me, wherever you dress me from your generosity. I cannot uh, uh, thank you, the real thing that you need, I have to do. But I say, Shukran Ya Rabbi. Wala in shakartum, lazidanakum. Thank me. We still repeat that ayah. Thank me. I give you more. Say, Shukran Lillah. Shukran Ya Rabbi. If we don't say shukran lillah, means we are forgetting about that everything comes from him and we are putting ourselves partner with him. But when we say shukran lillah, that is one of tawheed, maqa- that takes you to maqam tawheed. Because you know that everything coming from him and you are thanking him. Who brought you here, yourself? No, not yourself. Allah brought you to hear this and go dress you and go is said where you want to sit in my home where, which room I give to you means where you I put you in my divine presence where you want because you are someone that precious to me where you want to sit i will grant you he said where you put me i have no no will wherever you put me i go you put me in hellfire i go you put me in paradise i go There are awliya that they say in their lives, Ya Rabbi Make our bodies like Abu Yazid al He said, make my body as big as hell fire that no one will go in except me. <laughs> Rabbi Al Adawiya said, Oh Allah I'm not worshipping you for your paradise. And I'm not worshipping you to save me from hell fire. You put me wherever you like, it's your your will. I'm worshipping you because I love you. That's maqam al hubb al hubb al-ilahi, mahabba. Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, yuhsharul mar'u ma'amal ahab. People will be resurrected with whom they like, they love. So Rabi'ah said, I love you, Ya Rabbi. You put me in hellfire, there's nothing for me, who cares? As long as you love me, that's what I want. Uh, who can say that? And they say it on yaqeen. <coughs> not like us. We might say, we might say it's easy to say on the Arab. I am worshiping you for uh, your love. Wherever you want to put me, put me. No, this is not the case. Until he shattered you into pieces and uh, put you in difficulties and grind you with a heavenly grinding machine then he will see if yes you love him or not like what he did with Sayyidina Yaqub what he did with Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Messenger of Allah, the perfect one the seals of messenger, the one who raised his name with his name broke his teeth Uh, sent someone to throw a stone on Prophet broke his teeth he is testing his beloved one so as soon as it broke and blood came order came to Jibreel Jibreel. if one drop of my beloved prophet blood comes on earth there will be no uh, uh, food on earth completely everyone will die I am taking my power out he said Jibreel السلام, said this is the, the fastest time I ever went with an order from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to all prophets that was the fastest one that I was in in, in, in no time I was holding the teeth of prophet and the blood in my hand or else there will be no life on earth. Completely finished. But he tests his prophet. So when Sahaba got upset he said no. What he said prophet? He raised his hand. And he said. Ya Rabbi la ya'lamun. Oh Allah guide my people because they don't know. If someone broke his teeth, what he will do? He will go and kill more. But Prophet pulled back, he said, Ya Rabbi, they don't know. Don't punish them. Allah is shaking, it's shaking. It's not like us. You get upset immediately, your ego stand up. No? As one Sayyidina Ali was fighting with that big uh, enemy fighter he was a wrestler, champion he was giving bad words to Sayyidina Ali to, uh, what you say, invoke him to make him angry, provoke provoke him because Sayyidina Ali, his eye was uh, um, um, sick, he cannot see well so Prophet didn't let him to go because that man he was asking for him I want to Mubaraza to challenge face to face That's how was the war before first they come challenge face to face then they run after each other army facing each other so he was calling him all kind of bad claims And Prophet said, wait, 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 until that person gave one very bad one, one claim, about about Prophet, about Sayyidina Ali, Prophet said, okay, he took from his holy saliva and put on his eye, and read for him, everything, sickness gone, said, go now, went, and in a moment he put him down he put the enemy down sit on his chest take this sword wants to cut him that one spit on the face of Sayyidina Ali Sayyidina Ali dropped the sword said I'm not killing you anymore that person if Sayyidina Ali did not kill him he will look bad in front of the eyes of his people because this was the fatwa, chivalry the one who lose has to be killed so he cannot go back to his people and say oh I've been uh, uh, not killed he put me down, finish, I I surrender I, he has to kill me Sayyidina Ali, drop it He said, I'm not killing you. He said, kill me. He said, no way. He said, why you don't want to kill me? He said, before I was going to kill you for Allah and his Prophet. For Islam. Because you are enemy. Now if I kill you, I'm killing you for my ego. Because now I'm angry. When you spit on my face, my ego was so angry. That if I kill you now, I destroy my belief. I'm not. He said Asharu Allah illaha illallah, asharullah Muhammad Rasulullah. If instead of enemy he became uh, one of the people who joined Islam. So when Allah dressed you with his knowledge, with knowledge that dress no one can take from you anymore. But no will. Prophet didn't show any will. He said, Oh Allah, they uh, uh, guide them because they don't know. Even though his teeth were broken, even Jibreel was ordered to go quickly and catch the blood, or else there will be no food on earth. With all that, Allah is testing his Prophet When Sayyidina Khalid ibn Walid made them to lose battle of Ahud and came from the mountain and was killing with the Sahaba, when he wants to come to Islam, what Prophet said, come, welcome. Means doors of Islam are so wide open. Someone who is killing sahaba when he was guided and say I want to be Muslim, finish he said okay, say although there were a lot of sahaba being killed by him Allah door very wide open for you to come in but come in don't say I'm out I want only by tongue but not by action. No, it has to be by action. What you want to dress? Whatever you want to give me or oh, my master yeah. Where you want to sit? Wherever you appoint, give me a, a place, I sit. That's why I said you put me in hellfire, you put me in Paradise up to you, it has nothing to do with me. Can we say that? We cannot. All the time we say, Oh Allah give us paradise, oh Allah give us paradise. Which is good, alhamdulillah, very nice, that's what we want. Because we are not up to their standard to awliyaullah. That is an example that you are not a wali. Awliya are. They are different category he said what you want them to do of work what you want cut wood (coughs) clean the house uh, take the animals for a a journey we are animals taking us to journey he said, Whatever you want. Give me the work I do. Sayyidina Salman al farsi sold himself as a servant in order to reach Prophet. And he suffered like seventy eight years because his age was so above hundred. All his life from one from one uh, monk to another priest to another until he reached Medina and reached Prophet ﷺ as a slave and entered and then they bought him from that master of him. He sold him to Prophet. ﷺ. What he got? One who been was a slave, what he became? Salman minna. what's sahaba only? He became from family of Prophet. He said Salman minna al Bayt. Because Muhajirun and Ansar were beginning to fight that Salman is one of Muhajirun or one of Ansar. Prophet said, no, not for you, not for you. He for me. He is al-Bayt now. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Means you, Ahlulbayt means you become in the presence of Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Prophet will bring you, when you are on the right way, bring you from wherever you are, living or staying in in dunya, life, difficulties, he takes you to akhirah life. May Allah take us always to paradise and forgive us from our sins. So, he said, wherever you put me, I go. When the master, that master, saw him, answered him all this, he began to cry, he said, what is this? He's is better than me a hundred times. How I am going to use him as a servant? I have to be servant for him. Allah made now him, the master to be servant, servant to be master. That's why Prophet Sallallahu said. Don't run after dunya. It will make you tired. And you never catch it. Like you never catch your shadow. But let dunya run after you. When you come to me and to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Dunya will become slave for you. That servant. Dunya means the master. In this meaning here become servant for him. So he began to cry. He said, it would be very great and good tidings for me if I would have been with my Lord as you are with me. How you, I would be so happy, thrilled if I would have been, how you are to me, now you are answering all this, if I would be the same thing toward my Lord, means to be under Allah's will, submitting completely. Now the master began to cry, and he said, I'm going to be your servant. You are my master now. Allah changed. Master to servant, servant to master. He said, what? And then the servant said, Oh, my master is a a servant. Can a servant has a will in front of his master? I don't have a will in front of you. So the master said, then stay with me. I will give you all my wealth. My wealth is in your hands. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants, loves someone and wants, he will give him the whole dunya as the story of Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam with some one time went into a journey and to the mountain and reached there, there was a cave. He was hearing voices of recitation of something. Was wondering, what is that? A very nice, beautiful voice. Someone is saying, Alhamdulillah. alladhi faddaltani ala kathirin mimman khalaqta tafdila Praise be ya Rabbi to you, glory be to you, that you have preferred me over many whom you preferred. You preferred me more. I reciting, I reciting. He approached, he was worried first. He approached and he saw someone sitting, but in sajda and reciting that and reciting, and reciting and he was waiting Sayyidina Musa until he finished and sitting he find that that person has no arms, no legs but he was in sajda and sitting and reciting that ayah from Holy Quran uh, before awliyaullah the prophets they know that Prophet Sayyidina Muhammad is coming with the Holy Qur'an. That, that man was a wali. He was reciting and thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That he preferred him on many of he preferred. And he looked to him and he said, Oh, my brother, how? You have no arms, no legs. How he preferred you? You, you are not preferred one. You are a disabled one. He said, He look at him, he knows him. He said, Ya Musa, Allah has made me Muslim, not made me kafir. That is an honor for me, that to thank him day and night. Sayyidina Musa raised his hand and said, Ya Rabbi, give him paradise. What's better than that? So, at that moment, Allah sent a hyena to eat that person. And as the hyena is eating him, he doesn't feel pain, he was saying, oh Allah, Alhamdulillah, alladhi ala Repeating the ayah until he ate him. And Sayyidina Musa said, ya Rabbi, what is this? I asked him to give you, I asked you to give him paradise. You give him death and a hyena eats him. He said, Ya Musa, my paradise is not cheap. It's expensive. Anyone, if you would have told me, asked me to give him dunya, I would have given to him immediately. And made him the king of dunya. And give him back his arm and his legs. But you asked me to give him akhira, paradise. So to enter paradise, I have to test him. Not sheep. I'm not going to give my paradise to those who are involved in dunya, drugs, uh, uh, alcohol, uh, sins here, sins there. I'm not giving. Killings, bloodshed. I give them, I test them, if they come back into normal life and accept to be decent people listening to what I said in Holy Quran and in Holy Hadith to my Prophet, and following Siratul mustaqim drop everything from these bad manners yes, I will give them Akhirat at that time, Paradise so There is no will when you surrender to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala finish. Test will come, take the test and be happy. No one will sleep hungry. Allah's will is covering everyone. Don't say in Somalia they are dying hungry my people they say how you say no one sleep hungry they are dying there because of the action that lot of bloodshed and the action of ash Shabaab, the salafis that they are trying to destroy the reality of Islam and religion Allah is giving them hard time the good ones and the bad ones they go together that's a problem Because one Sayyidina Musa one time said, Ya Rabbi, what is this? When you want to destroy a a village, a city, because the people are so uh, sinner, you take the good ones and the bad ones. What about why the good ones? He said, Ya Musa, I give you my answer, go to that forest, sit there, I give you my answer. Sayyidina Musa went to the forest, sitting on one broken tree, and waiting for someone to come with the answer but no one is coming waiting from morning to evening but Allah ordered ants to come on his leg and all the ants coming up filling his leg and Allah ordered one ant to bite him and it bited him very hard so what Sayyidina Musa did? rubbing his leg. He killed all the ants. <coughs> and Allah said, Ya Musa, what you did? One ant bite you, you killed all of them? He said, Ya Rabbi, it's painful. <laughs> and Allah said, it's painful for me, for these disobedient, then I will take everyone. <laughs> May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us. Amen. May Allah guide us and direct us in the right way. Amen. We continue inshaAllah next time. Wa Allahi taufik. Hurmatul Fatiha.